Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hiya. Uh, we've made it. We've reached constellation number 88. We've come to the final constellation on our ramble through all those constellations that make up the night sky. And today we're looking at the constellation of Vulpecula. Um, the fox. And he forgot what uh, Volpecula meant there for a minute. I've been so sort of uh, blown away by the fact we actually managed to reach the end of our trail. Um, now, it's another one of these modern constellations. It's in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, so we know the area of sky where it is. Uh, and, and I say that because as with most of these modern constellations, it's kind of faint. Um, it was introduced by the um, Polish astronomer Johann Hevelius in the 1670s, 1680s. Um, and uh, it's quite close to um, the constellation of Cygnus the Swan, uh, which is uh, one of the most spectacular constellations we can see during the summer months. Now, um, it's... Hevelius, he created many of these constellations in the sky in the Northern Hemisphere, and most of them are, well, you know, they're, they're, they're not really worth the area they cover. Uh, and I've got to say, Volpecula falls into the same sort of category as well. But it survived all the cuts by the various international astronomical investigations, and the last one in 1930, by the International Astronomical Union, defined the boundaries we use today. It survived that. It's still there. So we'll just mention it before we wind up our trawl through the constellations in the sky. Um, originally, this constellation was called Volpecula Cum answer which means the fox and goose uh, there's no goose in the sky anymore um, the fox is still there so we can only ask the question did the fox get the goose well i'm afraid we're not going to know the answer to that one um so anyway that, that that's sort of by the way um uh, the brightest star, uh, for what it's worth, in Volpecula is Alpha at magnitude 4.4. You'd struggle to see it on a really clear evening, uh, to be perfectly honest. It's an M-class star, so it's cooler than the sun, and it's, um, what, just about 300 light years away. There are two objects just worthwhile uh, mentioning in uh, Volpecula, um, simply because um, they are a massive interest to astronomers um for people just looking up into the sky well you know just with your eyes uh, and no no uh, optical equipment you, you wouldn't be able to see them um but um we have um messier 27 um charles messier is the french astronomer who in the 18th century was looking for comets he discovered loads of these little fuzzy patches in the sky his telescope wasn't particularly big or particularly good um and uh Messier 27 is the 27th on his list. Uh, he drew up a list of 110 non-comet objects, um, so he didn't get confused if looked in the area again. And this is the famous Dumbbell Nebula. And again, you'll see lots and lots of uh, um, pictures of the Dumbbell Nebula um, online and in books as well. And it's a planetary nebula. It's... Um, 
Um, actually, there's only four planetary nebula on Messier's list uh, of 110 objects. And a planetary nebula was named after um, William Herschel, who... Um, well, he was a fellow who discovered the planet Uranus in 1781, and he looked at one of these fuzzy patches and described it looking a bit like a nebula, like a planet, and, and that sort of term has um, stuck ever since. It's simply the death throes of a star. The star is puffing away its gases into space, and all that will be left ultimately is a little white dwarf star, and that's what's going to happen to our sun about four and a half billion years from now. So it's Messier 27, the, uh, the Dumbbell Nebula, um, and that actually name was given to it in 1833 by John Herschel, who was William Herschel's son. He described it as a nebula which looked dumbbell-shaped. And the only other thing to mention was that in 1967, uh, Jocelyn Bell discovered the first pulsar in this constellation um, uh, using radio telescopes at the University of Cambridge. Um, and uh, the pulsar, of course, is a remnant of a supernova explosion. And um, it, there's a wonderful story all attached to that, which is really sort of beyond what we're looking at here um, on our ramble through the galaxies. But if you um, ever um, go online and look at um, pulsars and Jocelyn Bell, you'll hear all about the story, about how she discovered it way back in 1967. You can't see it with your eye again. Uh, you need um, powerful instruments to be able to see it. So that's it. Um, it feels as if it's taken a very long time to do our troll through the constellations. There are 88 of them. I hope you've enjoyed my rather sort of a crazy sort of ramble through um, the constellations. Um, lots of sort of little mistakes, I might say, little errors, little issues in there. But heck, I mean, it's just me talking about the constellations. There'll be other topics coming up in the very near future. So if you do like listening to astronomy podcasts, on a whole variety of different subjects just keep tuned in to the rambling astronomer and you'll see far more in the future as well okay that's it for me um and i look forward to your company next time when we have a ramble through whatever part of the cosmos we happen to be looking at cheerio with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.